Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, June second, two thousand twenty-two. Today on the Ether, Evmos episode two: Orbital Apes, NFTs, and Marketplaces. Let's take a listen. Hey, welcome everyone. Just sit back and relax until we get the rest of the people here. Thanks for stopping by the space. Hello, everyone. Mike, check. Mike, check. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Nice. Love it. Love seeing all the orbital apes. All my lovely Evmos people. Got terrorist spaces up in here. Nice. Did you start this a little early? I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? My list, I'm losing track of time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That's, it's storming really bad where I'm at. How bad is it over there? I mean, it's been really hot. Like, I mean, not, uh, basically 90 all week. And then it started raining a little bit yesterday. But right now it's been just like really a crappy day. But we needed the rain. It was just so hot. Getting ready for, for Texas weather, man. That's what it's been like here. It's been like Texas weather. Real hot and kind of muggy. So does anyone know if any people... I didn't talk to any of the people from Evmos. Is, or any, is anyone going to uh, the Central or Consensus from the Evmos uh, team? I know there was someone from... Uh, and I'm going to kind of talk to myself right now. It's all good. But I know there was someone from the Evmos team at Permissionless. I don't remember if, if I ran into them or not. I just I spoke with so many people. It was crazy. Sorry, yeah. I'm off the network. But I think they're they're planning on going. Somebody is because I've seen it on the banner for Decentral. I've seen the Evmos name up there. Yeah. Or we need to get uh, these events. We need to get a, like a booth for Evmos. Because there are just so many EVM people, and uh, it'd just be like a perfect transition. There's so many builders and solidity, and it's like, come on over, be perfect. Yeah, but I've been <clears throat> super excited about Evmos, man. I, I know it's like euphoric right now. I don't know if the price is just going to keep pumping like this, but uh, just like the excitement for having EVM and it's almost like the IBC is like almost complete now. It's like every sort of technology and utility and for builders and communities all here now. So it's really nice. What up, Tricky? What up, y'all? I up? uh sorry for being late. I no. didn't like I said I didn't have a notification and I was like, where's the space? I had to go up top and look for it. <laughs> they actually <laughs> they actually started it early. I was like, whoa, a few minutes before, like what's going on? But yeah, man. Good to, be, to be If I don't make any sense today while I'm mumbling and jumbling, it's because I I'm like sleep deprived all week i've been barely sleeping i've been going so hard this week so i may just like i may just jibber jabber and not make any sense or like mid-sentence just completely forget what the hell i'm talking about i most i don't know if you you guys ever get to that point where you you essentially feel intoxicated because you just uh, haven't slept that's kind of me this week so but it is what it is it happens man yeah hope you uh, catch up on your sleep though I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to tonight. I'm going to kind of just, for the, 
maybe unplug, watch some Stranger Things, and just pass out. Hopefully, that's the goal. But I just I have extreme FOMO. Like FOMO is really a thing. It's real serious. I never was. If you told me this a year ago that like I would be like attached to Twitter, first of all, if I even had a Twitter, I'd think you're nuts. But the fact that you know I'm just on the computer so much that I am, I would think you're completely nuts. But it is what it is. I love it. <laughs> it's fun. Oh yeah. So uh, then, let's go ahead and uh, get into it with the, uh, the Orbital Apes crew. Yeah, man. Um, how you guys? Uh, how you guys doing over there? Hey guys, glad to be here. Who uh, who do we have on the the profile with us today? Hey, it's cool. Like last time, I was in the previous spaces okay, as well. Yep. And I forget what what's what is your name again? Cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We talk DMs all the time and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. It's just... That's... so. Whereabouts are you guys from? For the most part, I know you told me before, but uh, I mean, from all over the world, like some Canada, Germany, Netherlands, UAE. Uh, like it's a team of nine, so we're all over the place. Yeah. So maybe you want to like intro. I know a lot of people probably understand, but. You know, like what? When did this all come to fruition? Like the whole orbital apes division. Like what? You know, basically just from scratch. Like where? What? You know, how did it all start? Hey, so the core team is made of Solidity devs. So all of us have been working in the um, Ethereum side of things for a long time as as like freelancers for other projects in blockchain. So we got our experience from helping other people build some projects and all of this. So when we saw Cosmos with FMOS, like the EVM being injected into the IBC ecosystem, it was the perfect chance for us to engage with this amazing ecosystem in Cosmos with the skills we have in Solidity. So. Uh, this is our first project as a team, our first project that we're running by ourselves. So it's uh, we're super excited about how it's been turning out with all the community we've built and the progress we've made. So we're super excited, especially about the Mint next week. That's going to be the start of the true, true project. Yeah, I remember you saying before with everything that happened, it kind of delayed some parts of the roadmap, but also kind of expedited others, you know, like the validator and just kind of, you know, the 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 whole selling point of what why people want to be a part of the Orbital Apes community, um, aside from the awesome art and the awesome game. <laughs> um, so maybe can you just give us an update? Because I, I know the the mint is here coming up in just a few days, I think like six days. Um, what's that looking like in the next like week or two for the Orbital Apes and the Orbital Apes community? Yeah, so for now, like the Mint is all our focus at the moment. It's going to be a hard push on marketing because we want other people to to see what we're building. Actually, this week we've gained around 2,000 followers on Twitter because we've been pushing a lot and it's nice to see people receiving the project well. They're coming from other networks like Juno Secret. So it's nice to see people from other uh, chains. I think one of the key factors that brought attention to FMOS was the crazy APRs because before it was a bit quiet on the FMOS side. There was not major things you could do. But right now, of course, this APR attracts people and we offer a lot of fun in the chain, we believe, like with an NFT marketplace, NFT collection and the gamified validator. 
it's a fun way for people to interact with the chain. So we're happy that all of this is happening at this time. It's awesome. I know whenever I first found out about the apes, I was really intrigued uh, because I looked at it. I, I look at NFTs in general as more than just a piece of art. It's obviously community and just more, more, more and more things. But it's almost, you know, like orbital apes to me resembles. I, I always talk about the future and I believe that everything's going to be like a microeconomy. And I essentially look at the apes as a microeconomy, you know, like they're going to have your own economy and then you could just go from there. You know, you have your mint and then there's just endless opportunities for future things, whether it's future versions of apes or just like play to earn games, uh, merch. Like you could just keep going on and on. You could build up, build a brand and a, a vision. And then, you know, if it, once it gets to a point that I think it can pot potentially get, you can make partnerships with real life you know things events like there's just so many things that you can do with it and i haven't really necessarily seen that opportunity yet from all the different um nfts that i have uh sp specifically throughout the cosmos ecosystem whether it's on secret or or stargaze and all that not saying that they can't get there but this is the first one that uh i felt that could happen and should happen and uh, especially if Evmos goes to where I potentially think it can go. So I'm really looking forward to it. Like I say this all the time. I, I really wish, you know, I, I, I value my time, but I wish I, I could just see a lens of like how the whole scope of IVC would look just like one year from today. Because I know like one year from today, pr previously, like there was like nothing going on really with IVC. And now it's just like this cool thing and everyone's collaborating and getting together. And it's just, we, you know, IBC in general, it's just has almost every part of a certain technology and a certain technology and, and utility to like every real world application. So it's like amazing to see all this development with everyone. So just wanted to rant that real quick. No, but yeah, it's crazy. And I think that FMOS especially gives you this opportunity when it comes to the Cosmos ecosystem, because Ethereum has been here for a long time and people have been working on everything pretty much in Ethereum. And when you put EVM into Cosmos, you get access to all of these contracts, like the previous protocols that have been deployed. And now all of that is going to be compatible with Cosmos through FMOS. So it's super exciting to be able to bring all these years of development and everything that has happened in Ethereum to a more uh, efficient chain and a much friendlier ecosystem in cosmos and fmos yeah it's for sure friendly i mean it, it's it, everything's connected the way it's supposed to be it's like you know once i found ibc and, and started to interact and meet people and just do all this it was just like a big family and i think that's even how the developers operate uh you know like yeah, just like any family you'll have your your days where you may disagree or whatnot but at the end of the day you're all on a, the same mission and the same goal and like I just think that's what's amazing about IBC. One of many things that I really fell in love with, and like I was saying with NFTs, if you told me a year ago that I would have any NFTs, I would think you're nuts. But now it's just kind of like my daily routine. You know, I, I have to put myself on timeouts at times because I just I get so in, in, uh, enamored with different communities and I and and the art and all that. But I'm really looking forward to this this mint coming up and just the whole evolution of Evmos and the value that it's going to bring and. Like I said, I think that Orbital Apes is more than, it's way more than just a piece of art. Like it's going to be an economy, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. Even how you guys, I think you nailed your, your marketplace on Orbits too. I think that's going to be an amazing feature that brings value to ape holders and just everything, you know.
Yeah, so that's exactly what we're trying to build. Like Orbital Apes is not just an NFT, but an ecosystem of different uh, apps. Like the marketplace is going to be the main home of the apes for the secondary market. And we're going to keep adding more features as time passes. So this is just the first version of the marketplace. We're actually already working on new additions to the to Orbit that are going to make it way more useful for everyone. And once we have the collection, the apes collection trading on secondary, I'm sure you're going to see a lot of action in the marketplace. Also right now, like one of our main things is the OEV token. So this is, of course, it's a way for us to gamify staking. We're giving out the same APRs in, in our validator because this depends on the chain. But for us, it's important to reward the community because uh, they're putting their stake on us. So with OAV, it's going to be a whole like a new store where you can mint uh, exclusive ERC-115 uh, apes. And the cool thing about this is that it's going to create a subset like another collection pretty much of apes where you can only trade with the OEV tokens to mint, but then they're going to be tradable in the marketplace. So in theory, like we've never intended for OEV to have value in itself as a token. We don't necessarily encourage it to be tradable, but the things that you're going to be able to get in the OEV store are going to be tradable in our marketplace for Evmos. So what we're doing is a system of scarcity. So Everything that comes out in that store, it's just going to be uh, for a month. So this month, we're going to have a, a set of NFTs, and those are going to disappear forever. So whoever got to buy the June NFTs is going to have them, and it's going to be able to sell in the future. Like if people get to know the project in August, they're never going to have direct access to the NFTs that were released on June. So this is going to help. Uh, people get value from OAV. Uh, with everything we create, we want to keep adding value to the to the people. Yeah, and I think I've seen a couple of sneak peeks. The 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 exclusive ones are pretty badass. They're they're uh, they're different. I like those. So I really I hope I can get one of those. You know. So uh, now talk about. I know we 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 had you guys on a while back, but talk about the. I think it's what is it? Play to earn. How, how does that work? Yeah, so pretty much like the game, you're going to be seeing a lot of the elements that come from Axie, but we're reworking it in a way that it's more engaging, more fun, involves more strategy. Because like in essence, in the core, the our play Torn Odyssey is going to be an idle game. So it's going to be browser-based, but it's going to include all the lore from the apes. So in here, we want to expand on the things that Axie Infinity couldn't do. For example, we have uh, the lore of the Orbital Apes. We've shared a lot of that. We've had the community involved in helping us create the next story. For example, we had um, a competition where we gave people a couple of sentences, a passage of the lore, and they helped us complete it. So we gave them characters and they helped us give them a backstory and some of this. So this is going to be the essence of the game in the future. We're always going to have the community involved in deciding what's going to happen the next month, where's the story going to go, uh, what sort of things we should change in the game, what we could add. And it's all going to grow in this way. So in the game, you're going to be able to terraform. For example, you're going to go to a planet, send your squad of apes to 
terraform or if you want to raid another terraforming mission then you can choose to attack other people so all of this is going to come to strategy to how you build your apes because breeding is also a key component in the game so once you have your two apes in the game you're going to be able to either buy another one to try to make the best possible NFT, so you're going to get attributes from parent one and from parent two and try to mix them in the best way so you can create a better ape in the next generation. So all of this is going to play out as strategy. Try to build the best team for how you want to play, and it's going to grow a lot. Breeding is going to help onboard a lot of users into the game, and it's going to create some fun combinations and teams. Now, when you say team, are are you referring to like if everyone on my uh, the spaces team here once they get uh, together, we can have like a base and we could set up a base to kind of go from there? Yeah. So all of these things are like we're working on ways to make it more community focused. Like if you want to be playing with your friends, then you can uh, assemble a team with them. And so the game is going to be played with three characters for every mission. So this is all done to create kind of a balance and to give more flexibility to the way you assemble your team. So depending on the stats of the of the ape and all of this, you're going to be able to create the right match for the right activity and you're rewarded for how you assemble the team. So yeah, it's going to be like that. Try to get the community together. That's we awesome. definitely need the Cosmos Spaces clan of apes running through the universe. Yeah. <laughs> And then Co, so yeah, so Co, like, all right, so say me and Tricky and uh, Gaines, and uh, if it's just three people, like we have our little squad. Now, I guess you would have to build up your base. Is that correct? Like, you'd have to make it better, so it's like you know, the the you can't be as as attacked as easily. Like, how does that work? Yeah, exactly. So all of that is gonna depend on stats. So stats are gonna be linked to the apes. So in the game, you're for example, if this generation, you, you got two apes, okay? And they have stats of 500 and 550, okay? But there's other teams that are attacking with 600 uh, skill apes. So what you can do here is through breeding, there's going to be several multipliers and several factors that affect the stats of an ape. So you can, if you see one of your friends has a super powerful ape in one type of stat, like HP, and you have a super powerful ape in attack, then you can potentially breed them together and create a, an ape that's mixing both of these stats and creates a new, more powerful ape that will at, uh, resist the attacks of other powerful teams. So with all of this, like it incentivizes trading, it incentivizes breeding until you basically become the most powerful. And all of this is rewarding uh, the user with um, game tokens. So it should be pretty fun to play. We're also going to create, try to create some leaderboards so you can compete against other people. And being able to see how other people are doing and competing against them is going to be super fun in the game. You're going to see all these names that you're going to recognize and it's going to be fun to compete. Yeah, it sounds like a blast. Now, is the, is the game going to be both like mobile and desktop is that the goal or how's it going to start from the beginning so from the beginning it's going to be web-based so it's going to work through metamask so it's going to be at first 
only compatible with a computer, so on a desktop. But this can be taken to cell phone through MetaMask browser. Also, you mentioned last spaces, this other solution. So we're considering every option. Right now, the initial version is going to be desktop-based, but we can expand anywhere. After we just finished version one, we're going to continue building up on it. I need to hook you guys up with uh, Michael from Pylons. That's like a blow we discussed. Yeah, that that I think that would be like perfect because exactly what they're trying to do, it, it just would just be synchronized with exactly what you guys are trying to do, and uh, and it's just yeah, I think that would be amazing because people out there listening, if you never heard of Pylons, I think it's going to be a really cool feature for IBC. They're going to have their own chain. Uh, it has no gas, but it's going to be like a super app for like play to earn games and nfts and things and it's all going to be mobile like they're that's they're not going to have desktop or anything like that it's just specifically just like a mobile app like a big big marketplace so to speak but also with play to earn games and stuff like that so that would be cool and that's what's cool i think like that would work out and um you know then like let's say this this goes to where it goes what what about a new community like let's say i i started up like an nft collaboration um how would someone that wanted like to maybe potentially uh, become add value to the apes economy so to speak like with orbits and then also maybe just like yeah, i think this can be huge so like maybe they want to get you take part in what you guys have going on like how would that work yeah, so for now, I think we've been working a bit independently when it comes to other NFT collections. Like, we've been really focusing on the Orbital Apes. But as soon as we uh, start the Mint, we're going to definitely look for other collaborations with other uh, collections in different chains and all of this because we really want the ecosystem to grow. And I've heard from a lot of community members like influencers and big people in the in the market about plans of kind of connecting different collections in the same ecosystem. So having them collaborate and add value to each other. So this is something I'm super interested in, especially in Cosmos where you can, where you're connected with a variety of chains. Could be interesting to find ways to collaborate between collections. I hope in my lifetime where we can all have just like this universe, right? Since IBC is so connected and you go on Mint Scan and you could see all the different, like it's like a planet, but it's just all the different chains and how it's connected. It'd be so cool, all right? Maybe five years from now, I have my ape and it's just kind of like my identity. And I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I want to go over to Stargaze and go check out some NFTs over there or whatever. And I could just use my avatar. And it's just like, it just simulates like a, a, a good experience. I don't know if we'll ever have, well, I don't want to say ever, but I don't know how long that would take to ha be completely decentralized. I don't know how long that would probably take because I don't know about if we have all the computational power to, to make something like that happen. But I think it would be amazing to just have something like that where everything is connected and it's just like these micro economies, like I was saying, and every, you could just be on your computer in a decentralized fashion and just do whatever you want. Like, all right, I want to fly over to Juno and you take your ape over there and then there's something over there or go back over to Evmos and you could just interact. It would, I think it would make crypto just amazing. Like it would just be next level. Like everything could be a game if you want it to be. That'd be so cool. Yeah, honestly, it would be crazy to see something like that. That'd be so cool. Yeah, so I mean, so, so the... Um, I, I feel confident that that uh, the uh, mint is going to mint out fast. So, do you want to talk about like uh, all right? So, like the whitelist, 
uh, what was it? Was it a two-hour window before the actual public mint? I can't remember exactly the details. So right now, we first of all, we haven't decided on a time. We're going to run a poll for our community to kind of give us a better idea of when the majority of people prefer the mint to be. So yeah, whitelist is going to be ahead of the public sale. It's probably going to be two, three hours. Uh, we're going to also adjust that based on the the time that community chooses. And right after the whitelist, uh, the public sale will open. So anything that didn't get sold in the whitelist will get directly released to the public. Like we're not going to save spots from for more time than the duration of the pre-sale. So everybody will have the chance to mint. Also with FMOS, something that's super cool for a big mint like this is that it uses the first in, first out system. So as long as you put a transaction at the right time, you're basically guaranteed to mint an ape. Not going to be with gas wars and anything where people can outbid. Just if people are punctual, are there on time, they submit a transaction and they will get their ape. Nice, I like that. That's awesome. I forgot about that feature that Evans was doing. So I know you're an EVM guy more than I am. Uh, I really like the MetaMask for mobile. However, do you know how it works if for other networks? Because it's it seems like it's very limited to what you what network you can add. I don't know if I would be able to just put in everything for Evmos and have access to their mobile. No, yeah. So in MetaMask, you can actually put any network you want. It's like you just have to install the RPC of the network, and you can control pretty much everything. So actually, this was one of the discussions we were having in in Discord with some users. Because some obviously go for Kepler because they've been in the ecosystem a lot and they're used to that wallet. But for us that we've been on the Ethereum side a lot, we've grown used to MetaMask and it's simple for us. So it's all a matter of just getting used to it, getting to know all the features it has, how to how to interact with different chains. And it's perfect. Like for Evmos, uh, I think MetaMask is going to be the dominant one because of the EVM contracts. You're going to need to use MetaMask to interact with most of the things in FMOS, at least right now, because Kepler can't interact with EVM. But we'll see in the future, because this is up to Kepler. They can uh, add this function to to their wallet. But yeah, I mean, both wallets are great. I use them both. And once you get used to them, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm still trying to get used to the mobile for uh, I'm not a big mobile guy in general, to be honest with you. I just use mobile for the Twitter spaces. I really don't like mobile, but <laughs> but I'm I'm also I travel a lot. So sometimes, you know, if there's a mint or something going on, then I can only probably do it through my phone. So I don't know. I, I just I didn't know how it worked, like if, if it's easy to mint using your MetaMask mobile, especially since it's not like Ethereum and it's actually like the Evmos network. Because I know th- what's cool about, I don't know why the, the the desktop doesn't have it, but like on the mobile for MetaMask, it actually has that little NFT tab where you can click it and all your NFTs, like if you're on, on, on OpenSea or whatever, they'll show right there. I didn't know if it's the same way for Evmos. Like if I added Evmos to my mobile and then I clicked NFTs, like my apes would be in there or not. Like I, I, I didn't know if yeah. you used Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, of course, you're going to be able to see all of so all of your tokens, all of your NFTs uh, can be seen in MetaMask. Nice. That's awesome. Because I didn't, I didn't know that. And uh, 
Because I don't understand why they're, unless I'm not doing something right, but the actual desktop for MetaMask, like there's no NFT button there. Is there, you have to like actually go on the OpenSea to see your NFTs. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, no, in desktop, it doesn't actually let you see. You have to be on mobile to see your NFTs. Which is, it seems, it just seems odd that that's the way it is. Because I like yeah, the, the mobile. Too. Yeah, because the mobile is cool. Like, like say I'm at this event, right? I'm in Decentral or Consensus. I don't know. I just meet someone that's like talking about NFTs and I could just pull out my mobile and click NFT right on my MetaMask. Just like you do it on Kepler too. Kepler has the same option. You could see your NFTs right through Stargaze. You just click it, Stargaze, boom, comes right up, you know? And uh, I think MetaMask is even better for, for mobile when it comes to the NFTs. So it's like you could just see them right, right there. I think uh, that, that's what we need to do in general. Everything just needs to be user-friendly and su- super simple. Like, you know, you could be someone that doesn't even really know what you're doing. But you click MetaMask on your on your mobile. You click NFTs, and then look, you can show anyone. Like this is this is my ape, you know, cool or whatever. So that's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. Then I didn't know uh, I didn't want to mess anything up because like I'm kind of a noob with the with the mobile. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> no, but that's a cool feature to have for sure. So, Co, um, it kind of a question about the the gaming aspect of it so what all like interactions from the gaming part of the gaming side of this is going to be kept on chain like am i going to be able to keep the, my progress or like you know f- have a marker of my progress or achievements on chain or is that all going to be like on a web-based server yeah so every single action in the game is going to be run on chain this is used for both security and for the economy so all the progress you have is actually going to be stored in your NFT. So with every action we record, something else happens in the contract. So we're going to keep track of all of this. So pretty much your NFT is your key to the game. And that's where all your progress is going to be all the time. With your wallet and your NFTs, you can move it anywhere. That's going to be super cool because that's like constant metadata that is like the whole point of like keeping your data from place to place you know when you continue to up you know like upgrade your your ape you don't want to lose all of that progress you know just from you know restarting or changing apes or anything like that so that's that's going to be super cool um so then considering that do you ever foresee you guys having your own chain whether that's through interchain security or like your own completely sovereign ethernet chain Considering everything you guys have going on, you guys might be one of the first use cases where it makes sense. So one of the things, like, of course, right now we're going to be based on the FMOS network. But if the project really does grow to a size where we become a big portion of the transactions going in the network, then it would make sense for us to deploy on our own chain. For now... FMOS is pretty fast, like it's going to continue increasing in speed and the gas fee is not significant, so our game makes sense. But if it comes to a time where this doesn't make sense for the game, we're going to have to move it to our own chain and we're prepared for this. This is one of the scenarios we've considered already. That's cool because I think you guys are in a place where it's it's easy, it's doable to do that compared to another chain where it might be really hard to uproot everything you're doing to to make it work like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, I, that same scenario, I kind of run that by my head all the time. I think about it and so, some of the value accrual for a particular chain, like their token. I always get kind of worried in a sense as an investor because 
like like all right we'll, we'll say juno for example like i really like juno i love how it's permissionless and you know anyone could build anything on it without anyone's permission basically however which adds value to juno but it's like if you are like like you guys for example if you were built on juno and you become real big it's like well that huge value accrual mechanism for juno just goes away by that that particular application that's built on it just moves to their own chain because i i mean if if i was a builder and i had my own little ecosystem you know my economy so to speak i would probably want my own chain too you know like i think what's that's what's so fascinating about ibc and cosmos is basically that's a that's just a, a a thing you can do you know not not everyone wants to start off and have their own validator sets but obviously if you grow and you're like you know a really important player so to speak you could just do that but then that goes to the same thing now it's like it's almost like you're just renting you know th that chain so to speak but i guess if you have enough people building uh innovation is going to keep happening so i mean it's pros and cons i guess as an investor standpoint but yeah i think you guys if you get to where you can get i mean yeah i mean your own chain would be awesome yeah that could be the path in the future for now we're still in Ethmos, though yeah because if you think about it um i mean the ape has their own token and it's uh, <laughs> i don't even know where it, where it's at but it's definitely a top 100 but they're limited because they're built you know on top of ethereum imagine if they had that same uh community and market cap and they had their own chain in ibc like they would just have that instant network effect where everyone could just trade and swap and just grab the ape token instantly and hopefully you guys have that that's a, a problem to have so to speak you you come to that that spot where you're like you know what we have to do our own thing because that that's just a good problem to have obviously that means you guys are doing really well and i really hope so you know i'm i'm invested in this i really see the vision and like i said out of all the different um nfts i own so many i'm like on, i'm on like a mission to go for like a thousand already which is not financial advice but out of all of them that i own they all have their different um, uniqueness and utility that i like but the this one is the first one that i've seen where it's like it, it's an economy it could be like literally and not even that far in the future too so that's why i'm really looking forward to this i did have a question uh it's not from me but it's a community member they, I guess since the price has been pumping in Evmos, they're kind of concerned that 65 Evmos might be too much for, for a lot of people being essentially $4 a pop. They were wondering if you guys would, if you thought about changing the, the actual price of it. Yeah, absolutely. So we actually get this question a lot. When we announced the price, Evmos uh, was around $2, so it's completely different than what uh, is currently the price so all of this we can't really change the price right now but we are gonna do it closer to mint date no one can predict what's gonna be the fmos price on june 9th but we are gonna make an adjustment like this is not the intended price of the mint yeah it's understandable it's hard to when you have a especially a newer token like evmos you know it, some some people it could pump for a while and then you know some big well just takes a bunch of profit then it goes down a dollar you know like so it is hard to to gauge and being in crypto and and, and essentially um technically being full-time in crypto you know one token is one token i don't really try to look at the usd value i mean yeah that's technically from the outside perspective 
that's what people do. But if you're like getting paid in crypto or you have like an economy in crypto, I mean, you can't help it. Like, the, I mean, hell, I mean, osmosis price used to be like $11. Now it's like $1.25. I mean, and then, you know, hopefully the, the, the market gets back to being where it was and it goes back up to $10. You know, like you can't really, you, you can't help it. You know, nothing's in our control when it comes to like the actual price for the most part. The market's going to do what it does. And even at $4, like what you guys have it going on, and I think it's going to be huge. And it's not financial advice and it's not me shilling. I'm not getting paid to, to say any of this. It's just, I think even at 65 at four, I mean, yeah, it's a little bit steep for some people, but I think that's a, a very fair price point of what you guys have it going on. It's not like you're just like this piece of art and that's it like you already have the roadmap like your website is like it's it's fire you you and then not only that you know as a holder you you get kickbacks basically from the 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 fees on orbit so like i said it's it's you're you're basically becoming uh an owner of of an ecosystem besides just owning a piece of art and that's no knock on anyone else like i think there's a lot of um nfts in this space especially in cosmos that they want to do that. You know, that's, that's to me is the end goal for, you know, most NFTs basically. So, but I think you guys are already there like leaps and bounds ahead of uh, people. Maybe, maybe that's because you're on EVM. I don't know, but you guys have a good map, so to speak. Yeah. And that's how we're going to keep growing it. So our ape holders are going to get a piece of every single project we do in the future. So if you lock in an ape right now, you can be sure that anything else we build, you're going to be a part of like the game is also going to be a free airdrop for every ape holder so even from now you know what you can expect in a couple in some time so it's nice like we're going to build a full ecosystem around the nft so this is what people are buying uh, also for the price like even at the current price we definitely think it's worth it because we know what we're going to build in the future but also the goal is for the community to be able to access it. So that's why we are going to do a price adjustment. We just want to onboard as many users as possible. And we know the value will come in the future. Like we want this collection to grow together as a community. So we're going to be reasonable in an entry point for everyone. That's awesome. I mean, I, I like it. I, I'm still grabbing them, at, even if it was still 65. I don't really care, but. I understand that point, and it's awesome to to, to give back. Like that's basically in a, in, a, in a nutshell, it's giving back to the community because there's not everybody. You know, I'm a little bit older, so you know, some people don't have that much money right now, and I that's and they want to take part in it. So that's pretty cool that you know it's going to go down in price. So do you have like an idea of like kind of the USD value that you guys wanted this to be around? Hey, it's going to be similar to what we announced at first. Can't really commit to anything right now. But you're going to receive a reduction. If the price of FMOS is still like this, we're definitely going to lower it. Yeah, it makes sense. We should announce this like two or three days before the mint, once we have a good idea of where the price is going to be. Nice. So what else you guys got going on? Right now, getting ready for the mint. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week. I don't know if anybody has any questions about the mint. I don't know if the community submitted their questions. I'm ready to answer everything. And then, uh, if yeah, if anyone out there, you can DM me on Twitter or Discord or whatever. I'll ask the questions for you if you don't want to come up and speak. But I know a question that I probably have is, 
I I think I remember seeing it. I don't have your site up right now, but w- after like certain percentages of total mints, like you guys were doing things like giving back. So do you want to just touch on that? Remember yeah, exactly. So that was the initial roadmap. This is how far ahead we are with the marketplace and the validator. But on 25% mint, we're going to raffle 10 Orbital Ape NFTs. So once we reach that point, we're going to select a, a random members that have minted the Ape and they're going to win an extra one. Then on the 50% mint, this is a big mark for us. So the first f- uh, 5,000 minters are going to receive an exclusive NFT, sort of like what we're offering in the OAV store. And it's going to be something that only the first 5,000 minters are going to get. So it's uh, basically a bonus for being early. It's going to be a crazy design. We haven't uh, released it yet, but people are going to be surprised with that. Then on 75%, we're going to reward our users with different tokens from the um, Cosmos ecosystem. So there's going to be a lot of winners that get Basically a package, for example, some Juno, Secret, Atom, all of that sent to them, to random ape holders. And then the 100% Mint is where initially we're going to put the marketplace and the validator, but we had to move ahead with those. Since the Mint couldn't happen yet, we had to release the next few steps. Nice. So I'm just thinking out loud right now because we did want to do five whitelist. Uh to to you guys in the community so what i think what we should do is if you guys you you know have the courage to come up or ask questions i think we'll do maybe the best five questions uh you know get a spot something like that to um get back because we do have five whitelist spots up for grabs for this so that's the way and then um i don't know if i'm going to say this right is it mafon atom yeah, good evening. Fun eating from Nigeria. Um, yeah, really, yeah. How are you? Ask? How you doing? Yeah, yeah, thank you. So uh, so far I'm really very pleased with what I've heard here, what you've said so far. So we hope um to have more opportunity to actually um you know um recognize the project and you know be a great contributor of the um, in the community. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate those words. Do you have any questions? All right. If not, we have Ambito. I'm going to say that wrong. Ambito. Oh, we actually have may- mayor's been waiting too. Mayor oh, from, I didn't even say what's up. Real quick. Yeah, my bad. I'm so used to mayor always being on here. So what's up, mayor? <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, doing well. Doing well. Um, excited for next week. And I, I did have a, uh, just a couple questions. Like, so. For people who are really more familiar with Kepler, um, just a quick walkthrough, just so like a lot of us that are not very familiar with MetaMask can just be ready. Um, you know, I was thinking, <clears throat> well, I could just I can just, you know, convert some Atom or something to Evmos and just beam it over to, to MetaMask. But I was like, wait a second, that's not going to work. I'm going to have to um, buy some Ethereum in MetaMask and then go on Diffusion, convert that to Evmos. Is that is that the best way to get ready to have like about, you know, whatever 60 Evmos you need? Mayor, for, why don't for, you um why don't you just I mean you can insert your your private key right into MetaMask and your wallets yeah. will be linked up. Synced right up. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that too, but um I don't 
I'm not sure with the mobile MetaMask. I like I've got here's the here's the deal with that. Like I've I've got an old MetaMask, like a, three different wallets, and one of them is whitelisted. Um, I did get whitelisted with Orbital, like through one of the um, I think it was the meme contest a long time ago. Nice. So it's like I, I just. I think it's going to be more complicated to do it that way. So I'm trying to figure it that that's probably the best way I need to do it. Is, hey, where do you have your assets? First of all, like, is it in Cosmos? Yeah. Kepler. Um, yeah, I've got, you know, I've got right now there's, you can get FMOS in osmosis and from mm -hmm. there you can send it directly to MetaMask. There's this, like once you get, FMOS through osmosis. Okay. In your Kepler, you can go to a site called fmos.me. This is uh, created by one of the main contributors to FMOS. It's uh, Guillermo Pauletti. I don't know if you mm -hmm. heard about him. He runs the validator Hanchon Live. So he created this dashboard. It's super simple. You just connect your Kepler wallet there. Mm -hmm choose to send FMOS and you send it to the MetaMask address and the Boom, it'll cross and dashboard over. does everything. You so don't it, really have to do anything else. All right. So um, I think Cosmos Spaces, that'd be a good idea to get that link and link that up for everybody. So um, that I think that'll be very helpful for a lot of people who are trying to get their wallets loaded up. And ready yeah, that's sure. also a good idea. I always think like everyone's on the same level with with me when it comes to like these little nuances. Uh, I have but a question regarding the the minting process or the sequencing that you will follow, because what I have seen with a lot of new ecosystems when they are launching their first NFTs, there will be a lot of congestion and things like that. How would how would how is the team trying to address that portion so that there would be a smooth minting for everybody who is whitelisted? Yeah, so first of all, whitelist is going to run for a couple of hours, so there's going to be enough time for everyone to submit a transaction. And with FMOS, you don't really have to worry about congestion because even if the transaction doesn't pass fast, you enter into a queue where uh, you don't need to uh, fight for gas or anything. Just as long as you submitted it first, you know you're going to get it. So even if it's congested, you're not going to miss out on your spot or your mint. It all depends on the time you submit it, not how much you're paying for gas or anything else. Thank you. Yeah, that addresses. All right, yeah, so let me just add um, to Mayor. Yeah, so I always think sometimes that everyone's on the computer 15 hours a day like myself, so I forget about these little things. But yeah, I mean, I personally, because your Kepler address technically is the, your private key is, is it's, it's going to be a um, zero X right off the bat. So it's it, basically, it's already compatible with MetaMask. And what I did is just copied and pasted my, my private key right into MetaMask. And then now it's completely synced up. So if you don't have, I, I get what you were saying. I think your point was like, okay, I only have Kepler. How do I get my a new MetaMask to be already kind of on on the same page with my 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 pre existing Kepler address? Because you know when you click Evmos, it'll have a Kepler address and it also has a MetaMask address, and um, that that's the best way to do it. To be honest with you, you just you can put right you can put your private right into it, and then now it's synced up. I did that with all my. Uh, I because like I have so many wallets for Kepler, and I did that for like three of them. I think I have the MetaMask connected right to it. So that's what oh. I would probably do. Okay, so so yeah, once I've get 
if I, if I can link up the Kepler and the MetaMask, I, I can, I'll have some Evmos, but then I can use that. Um, if, if I don't want to use that, I can use that other website to um, convert the Evmos and send it, just send it directly to my Meta, MetaMask wallet. Sounds yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah. It's, su- it, it's super simple because like if you're on Osmosis, mm-hmm. you can just click withdraw and it automatically just pulls up the, essentially, I don't like to call it a bridge, but it, call, mm-hmm. it pulls up the IBC bridge where like, like Ko was saying, you, you'll be able to just, it'll have, you can put Kepler and, and Meta and it'll just get sent over. I do it every single day during Epoch. Like I've been converting all, all my Oz, not all of it, but most of my Osmosis right now, like the last <laughs> several up the, uh, Epochs and sending it over to converting it, you know, Osmo to Evmos and then sending it over to my Meta and then staking it with that. Uh, okay. So. so it'll let you choose which one you can send it to, either Kepler or your MetaMask when you yeah, send it, it, won't, it, it Yeah, it won't even let you do it wrong, basically. It, like it's impossible to do it wrong. Okay. All right, I'll I'll play around with it. I just want to be loaded up and ready to go on on next week on Thursday. So you know, yeah. Sure. And then one other question about um, so let's say the apes sell out and you guys you know you you mint out the ten thousand, and then so whoever whoever is a holder of 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 one or two of the apes, the way the validator rewards are gonna gonna be given. So let's say you have one ape, the 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 rewards are gonna be divided up by Ten thousand, and like the validator rewards will get sent out. Like, how does that work? Is it a daily basis, or how's how the fifty percent of the re- rewards work? Okay, so yeah, uh, all the rewards that the marketplace and the validator generates are gonna be split equally into the ten thousand apes, and then you get your allocation based on how many apes you have. So if you have one, you get uh, pretty much one share. If you have five, you get five shares. So the marketplace rewards, those are going to be distributed uh, daily, and the validator rewards are going to be distributed weekly, because we have to put on the rewards into the contract and have everybody claim. But you can claim whenever. The distribution is weekly, but you can claim anytime you like, once it's in the dashboard. Okay, thanks a lot. That that clears up a lot. And um, yeah, I have checked out the website. It does look really super user-friendly. So even for a not so smart ape like me, um, I think <laughs> I think we'll be able to get it to work out. So, <laughs> thanks a lot. No problem. All right. So I think uh, who do we have next? Was it Amdito or Ambedo? Ambedo. Ambedo and then Madrado. Yeah, I just um, I had a quick question uh, regarding the game. Um, have you guys paid any uh, like consideration to uh, like possible congestion from it i'm not exactly sure the like technical part of all this but i know on like the uh the polygon chain they had a really popular game called sunflower farms and um their contracts were not really optimized very well and it almost like halted their chain like it was almost unusable have you guys uh considered that for evmos in your game yeah so like the way the our contracts are done they're fully optimized like as i mentioned in the beginning of the of the call there's years and years of development in ethereum and we know all the best practices to ensure our contract is not calling unnecessary features that would clog up the network so this is not going to be a problem for fmos like the network is more than able to handle us and all the other uh, dApps running on it Awesome. That's great to hear. 
All right. We had uh, – go ahead, uh, Tricky. Do you remember who's next? I just ran up the stairs real quick. <laughs> you know where I'm pretty sure we had uh, Ladra Doodle. How's it going? Yeah. Hey, hello, everybody. Can you tell me how many whitelist spots there are going to be? And I'm also sitting here trying to transfer this from my osmosis count into Esmos, and I'm having a hard time. Can you just explain it one more time or exactly how we do that? Yeah. So where do you technically have your asset right now? Is it on – is it in – I have Osmos in my Osmos – on my Osmos account or whatever. So, it's in my Osmos. So you – like when you go on Osmosis Zone, you can actually see your Evmos in there? Right. Yes. Okay. So all you have to do, well, first off, do you have a MetaMask wallet? I do. Okay, great. Now, is this is the same addresses on there? Like it should be synced up, right? Okay. So am I like right now? I'm on Osmos, and if I hit withdraw, mm-hmm. it sends me to Evmos, and I've got my Evmos MetaMask wallet in, and I've got my Kepler Automo- Osmos. So. In. So the top right, make sure that it shows your Kepler wallet on that. It should show your Kepler. Do you see what I'm talking about? Okay, I'm on. I got my MetaMask wallet right now, so I disconnect that. Yeah, you want it to be. uh, You want it to be your Kepler because it won't allow you to send it over. All right. I got you. And then once you do that, I'll just pull it up while we're talking. I just was up not by my computer, but yeah, it should show your. Connect wallet, so it should show your Evmos address. That's IBC, like your Kepler wallet, and then at the so it top, it says not supported. What is that? Why does it, it says not supported? As and then it has my Evmos wallet. Does it? But I'm talking about top right. Does it show your Kepler wallet or MetaMask? It shows Kepler, but it says not supported. Then Evmos and my Evmos wallet address. Just hard, hard refresh your uh, refresh your your screen. Okay. So I would, I personally would, would hit Control Shift and R real quick. That'll control hard. Shift what? Contro- control Shift and R. Ladra Doodle, something I can do by tomorrow, I can post maybe a detailed Medium article on on Twitter, so you can see all the different paths you can take uh, to do this transaction. So there's a couple of really simple ones. It's gonna be easier if you read it off the Medium. So tomorrow, if you okay. check our Twitter. I'm going to put up a full guide because I guess this is a question that a lot of people are asking. So I'm going to do a full guide on all the paths you can take. It's Great. super simple. Yeah. Because we're the right way, it's quick. We were thinking about doing like a video. I know Clay, he does like uh, podcast videos and maybe we'll do something too. But, but yeah, just, um, we don't, I don't want it to take too long. But yep. basically, just make sure in the bottom, top right, your Kepler's up there. And then automatically you'll be clicking from and you need, you need to say from osmosis to evmos and then where, where the evmos is going to be at you'll see the metamask you just click uh you know get address and then you're just going to be sending it over and it automatically whenever what's cool about evmos is like it'll automatically be on both your wallets so like if you're in your evmos uh like on evm so if you're like on evmos for anything whether it's the fusion or whatever sort of application you have to use your MetaMask, and, and, and your Evmos will show in your MetaMask, and the same exact amount will show in your Kepler. That's all. So hopefully okay. that helps. But um, thank yeah, you. That's, actually, that's a great question, though. Actually, I just got it to work while we're sitting here talking, but it did still say not supported. So, But 
it just it did just show up once I connected my once I you know it 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 actually was simple once I figured out and re reset it. So I sure appreciate y'all. Yeah, and then the other question I had was about the uh, the number of whitelist. How many whitelist spots are there? And then I'll get off. So there's going to be 2,500 whitelists. Uh, that's going to be the pre-sale. And right after that, there's going to be the rest, the 7,500 uh, NFTs. So they're both going to be on the same day, the pre-sale and the public sale. So, yeah. Like if you get a whitelist, you get a bit of time ahead of the others and a guaranteed mint. And then public sale is first come, first serve. And is it one mint per whitelist? Yeah. On the whitelist, yeah. It's one mint per wallet. Mint so per some wallet. people have actually won two whitelists. So they have submitted two addresses and they're going to use both to mint. But it, yeah, it's one mint per address. And then one more question. It is kind of in the game. It's important to have three or, it, or there three will be tied up. Do you... Do you think we we would want three um, apes to play the game? Okay, so the way the actual airdrop is going to work is we're going to send people the breeding token so they can basically mint another collection. So obviously, the more apes you have, the more of this airdrop you're going to get. But there's no need to worry about uh, the amount. Like, everybody's going to be able to play the game in the future. Okay. All right. Thank you. No worries. Hi. Um, so I have a question regarding the whitelisting. Uh, what's the most efficient way to, to, to get whitelisted? So right now, the way you're going to have the greatest chance is as we get closer to Mint, uh, we still have a lot of whitelist. Like, we have a bunch of remaining ones we've been holding as a reserve. So in our Discord, if you see the updates and announcements, we're giving our delegators the chance to get a whitelist. All you have to do is submit your address in the channel mentioned in updates and announcements. And by June 7th, we're going to do a raffle. So if you fill up your, your wallet with 65 unstaked Defmos, you're going to be able to participate in this raffle. That's probably going to be the best way to get the whitelist because we're going to allocate a lot of, like, pretty much all the remaining spots we have by that date to this raffle. That's going to be the best way. If not, just follow our social media. We're having a bunch of different opportunities like these spaces. So, yeah. But the delegator raffle is going to be your best chance. And also, just to show my own Twitter, I, I have a 10 whitelist going on right now, too. You just have to follow the directions. So uh, I'm not sure exactly which day that I'm going to announce it, probably will be on sunday so if you guys want to enter that too there's going to be 10 spots up for grab it's completely random just got to follow the instructions and you know good luck on that so that's that and then we have five going on right now and and just like co said i'm sure there's going to be some more opportunities before the mint but uh yeah i just wanted to say that so you guys all know just gotta follow the instructions all right so let's see who we got next was it Nagito? Did you ask him? Hmm. All right, we'll go to Mackie. Go ahead, Mackie. Yo, quick question. So I'm curious on if the team is planning on doxing themselves. So publicly, not really. What I can say is for one of the things we did with FMOS, we had to KYC with the FMOS team. So they've seen our faces and they have all our IDs. 
So that's as far as we have planned to go with Doxing. Like the FMOS team supports us. We're going to have a big announcement next week. But yeah, we KYC with them, but not any plans of public doxing for now. Yeah, cool. thanks. And and uh, to add to that, I'm not a big component of like half in the docs because I've been an investor like my whole life. I mean, there's people in real companies and real things that you rug, and I don't think that's like an attribute. Like, oh, if this if this project's legit or not. I mean, personally. I mean, I, I doxed myself one time at the uh, last event, permissionless, and I'll be doxing myself at the uh, at the central and consensus. Like, I don't think that's really required. I mean, I I I feel like what they're what they're doing, and it's not financial advice. I just get good vibes about it. I get good vibes about IBC in general. Will there one day be rug pulls in in IBC? Most, you know, probably, but. That doesn't mean that every single um, blockchain or every single application out there that th- it doesn't feel like they need to, to dox themselves isn't going to be legitimate. I, I totally understand. I think privacy is important. And, and uh, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's more safe if, if you're, you're not sending just in general, putting your whole life out there on the computer. It's probably not the best idea. Some people do. I don't get it. I'm a little bit older, though. But uh, I just wanted to add that to that. But that was a good question. Though. I appreciate that. And um, looks like we got always with your hand up. Got always, always you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Okay. So just a quick question. I know you guys are just kind of new in the uh, in Cosmos, but I've looked at other projects and other blockchains, and the one thing that they're working on is like the metaverse, and seems to be a lot going on in the pipeline. And like you know, Binance has it, even the Bay yacht, whatever that ape, the other ape, the most popular one. They are they're also coming up with their own metaverse. Uh, where do you guys see yourself in that? I mean, is there anything down the pipeline? I know it's a little bit kind of far into the future, but uh, can you dive into that a little bit? Yeah. So for us, metaverse is always going to be something super interesting. I think for a project like us, it's always important to take it step by step. Me, as a personal opinion, I think Metaverse right now is not where it's like supposed to be. Like It's not as impacting as it could be in the future. Like In traditional games, for example, you get a proper experience, and Metaverse just doesn't achieve it right now. In the future, for sure, we're going to try to move into this area. It's a massive market. It's something that interests people a lot. So there's definitely plans, but right now we're going to take it step by step. Work on the projects we already promised, and we never know where the future may take us. But it's definitely something we're open to. That's a good question. And, and the guys here, we talk about the metaverse all the time. And uh, I think with IBC's technology, hypothetically, someone can create their own chain on IBC, and it could specifically be for metaverse. And since everything's interoperable, everything could work that way and I, I think that would be amazing one day to have like just a, a chain that's specifically for like the metaverse because then you don't have to build on anything you could just okay well the apes want to go over here and this NFT wants to go over here and you'll be able to just do it so i think i if, to be honest with you what what co was just saying i completely agree with we're we're not even nowhere scratching the surface of what the metaverse should be but i do think with IBC's technology and how it's everything can communicate with one another. I think that um, if it is going to happen or, or, you know, I think we would be there for that. So that would be awesome. But um, go ahead, Kava. 
you know, what's up. Um, uh, well, actually kind of wondering just because y'all are the, uh, a validator, I haven't really been able to find much information about FMOS's performance because for the most part, I haven't had any sort of issues, but every now and then I've noticed certain things like Cronus and Diffusion and stuff like that. They've been having some issues with um, getting information to pull up or being able to sign transactions. Uh, do you know anything about some of the alleged spam that's been going on with the network or uh, how that might be dealt with and how you might be taking that into consideration come Mint Day? Because I'm, for example, looking to uh, take advantage of the whitelist I got and more of these things, but slightly worried that it might be like one of the few times that uh, it'd be really bad to have some of this network flag basically affect the Mint. Yeah, so right now, Whenever you're experiencing any problem, it can be either the RPC, because sometimes it's not being reactive. This is going to be improved with time as more people like come help with technology. There's a lot of third-party suppliers that can help on this. And also, one of the key things that's creating this in FMOS is that currently uh, transactions don't always require a gas fee. So it's allowing some programs to run and kind of spam the network. But right now, like in the Commonwealth discussions and in governance, it's already being discussed to basically do an update with all the validators to uh, implement a minimum gas fee for all the network. And this is going to completely solve the problem. It's a super quick fix. It's nothing that could impact the network negatively. It's going to be done soon as well. Validators are coordinating to implement this update. I think it's important to note too that like <clears throat> your transaction will probably go through, but it doesn't like complete the transaction and as it isn't finalized for a few more seconds. So that's going to be one thing when you're doing this mint is like, you know, you might think like it said that I had a successful transaction, but it hasn't taken my Evmos yet. I don't see the NFT. So there is just going to be a little bit of patience that's required. Um, but I think that that's, that's one of the benefits of this compared to like an Ethereum mint where it's just, you're, all your fees and everything are burned and you don't even know and you're just screwed and you're upset. This will be a, a still better in that sense. And I think too, what Kyle was, was saying that we do need to do or Evmos needs to do is the fees are so so minuscule that I think that they will over time have to raise it up a bit because it does create just spamming. You know, Osmosis had to do that. Even though technically it's free, I think by default, like most transactions actually have it where you'd have to pay a gas fee because that's just, there's just so many bots that just do con congest the market for, or the network for no reason. So I think that would be implemented over time anyways, where, I mean, I mean, right now I don't even think it's like a penny for any transaction you do. So, um, <clears throat> but anyways, uh, good question for sure. And I guess Nagito, your your mic was rugged before, but go ahead. Hello, remember? Oh, hi. Yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for letting me speak. Um, I wanted to know if the Orbital Ape team would be at uh, the Central at Austin because the meeting is right in the middle of that week. And next question is if their app can be used on the mobile device. For me too. Okay, so we're not going to be uh, there. We're actually all over the place, so we're not going to be able to go there. But okay. yeah, you're going to be able to mint through MetaMask browser in mobile. That's okay. not going to be an issue. All right, thank you. I'll, I'll be there in spirit, though, for the apes. So 
Thank you. I'll be representing. I wish I had some shirts made or some merchandise, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, we're going to release some merchandise in the OAV store, so just keep an eye on that. Maybe next conference you're going to be able to wear some of our merch. I'm completely down with that. And uh, even even like QR codes and stuff, because like the permissionless event, there were, I don't know, maybe five or six different NFT communities. Like they didn't have their own booth, but they, you know, they paid admission and were sponsors and, you know, they had their, they had their little thing going on, you know, they had bags and, and just merchandise. And so I, I got some free mints. Uh, they would come over, say, Hey, scan this. And then, you know, I got one on Solana. I have one on, um, one, another EBM chain. I don't remember. Maybe it was Gino. I think GNO. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that would be cool because uh, a lot of people that go to these events are very passionate about NFT. So it's like a perfect place to to meet people. And that's one of the reasons I love NFTs is you meet a lot of people that aren't maximalists. They just love like communities and NFTs and art. So you get a better chance of like bridging that gap, like someone that's uh, over on Solana or Ethereum, like they might they may just come over to Cosmos because they like some sort of art. Or, and I think the apes would be perfect for that. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. I love love the me to wear some merchandise. But uh, what, go ahead, Sonic. Sonic, go ahead. Give your hand up. Hi. Uh, what is the maximum number of apes a single address can mint? So on the pre-sale, it's going to be one per address. And in the public sale, uh, there's not going to be a limit. Just five mints per transaction. Thank you. That was a great question. I didn't even know that. There's five mints per transaction. That's awesome. So I'll be loading up. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Go ahead, Hala. Whenever you get a chance, Hala, go ahead. Just spin it. Sorry? The minting fee or maybe the minting price on the public and the, the pre-sale. It's going to be the same price. The whitelist only guarantees you a mint because we expect it to go pretty fast in public. So the whitelist guarantees that you're going to be able to mint one. Okay, thank you. Good question. Thanks for stopping by. And just so you guys know, uh, we're, we're doing five uh, whitelists for you know the, which we think is the best questions. And don't be mad at us if you don't get picked. I'm also running a 10 whitelist on my, my personal Twitter. You just have to follow the instructions. So hopefully, you, you know, the people in here, I would rather you guys win than other people because you're you're in here. And these are the type of people that we want in the community and uh, to be a part of the apes. So hope you guys do win. But don't don't bite my, my head off if you don't win. Um, go ahead, Cena. Cena, go. Go ahead. Hello. Hi there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting me speak. Um, the code for your NFTs, um, the ERC 1155. Can you hear me? Yep, I can yes, hear you. Yes. Are, are you planning on exploring several other types of NFT codes in the, in the future? Uh, no, so right now, like the main collection is going to be an ERC721, which is the pretty much the standard on NFT collections. And then we're going to use the ERC1155 for the OAV store because these involve shared, like, uh, yeah, pretty much shared ownership of one piece. 
So we're going to be able to distribute one piece to many holders. Uh, and our marketplace, Orbit Market, supports both ERC721 and ERC1155. Oh, okay. Thank you. So it means that makes that special thing. Thank you. Just wanted to confirm. No problem. I have I have a question. Sure. Uh, is possible to create a Spanish community? Uh, what? Is possible to create a Spanish community? Yeah, so actually tomorrow we're going to have an event with uh, the Spanish community. Uh, you can also go chat in our Spanish channel in the Discord, and you're going to find a lot of people that speak Spanish as well. And also, maybe tomorrow in the AMA is going to be a good chance for you to check it out. Okay, I really Thanks. Tricky, if you can, because, you know, I'm just too much of a boomer to pin things. I always feel like I'm going to rug the whole show. Can you uh, can you pin their, their Discord for everyone when you get a chance? The first tweet already has the uh, oh, link. Okay. Discord. Yeah, you're you're on it. I already know you're 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 uh, five steps ahead of me. So thank you. <laughs> but uh, let's okay, see. Just a reminder got. for those on stage: if you haven't had a chance to ask your question, please raise your hand because uh, we get like ten people up here at once, and sometimes it's hard to keep track. So we want to make sure we get to you guys. Um, but if you could help us by raising your hand, that'd be great. Yes, that that's much appreciated because I'm scanning through here like losing my mind right now. Yeah. Hello. Uh, hello, hello again. Okay. Regarding regarding um expansion like marketing and uh, penetration of a particular region, like from my region, Africa especially, we're so we're so um enthusiastic about NFTs and cryptocurrency generally. I am actually in Nigeria and I'm I'm I want to be so clear. Are you are you looking particularly into penetrating a particular region because Really, Nigerians have the volume in, in the cryptocurrency space. So are you, are you looking towards a particular direction or you just want the marketing to flow generally from, from Evmos to Cosmos and then to the rest of um, the, to the rest of blockchain? Thank you. Yeah, so right now our marketing is kind of general, like we're targeting the chains themselves. But something I guess you would like to hear is that 10% of our Discord server is from Nigeria, like 10% of the people are from Nigeria. So we definitely know that you're a very big market and super interested in NFTs. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I like completely love crypto because it gives a lot of places opportunity and chance that they wouldn't have without crypto because of how their governments are or whatever sort of situation that they have the turmoil with their where they live and you know pretty much everyone at this point has a smartphone so now you have access to financials and just everything nfts whatever you want so thanks for that question i appreciate that and yeah i mean i i hope africa becomes even more involved with crypto same thing with like the latin american countries that you know that's what's so great about crypto. There's no border. You know, in, in this space, we use UTC time because everyone's everywhere. And just like uh, Ko was saying, you know, they're a group of nine people and they're all over the planet. And uh, it's just amazing what's going on. So it's just a huge movement. And uh, we appreciate everyone that's in here right now. So thanks for that question. Go ahead, uh, Yobster. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, hey. um, yeah, so shout out to everyone going to Austin. Uh, a couple days for that. Let's go. 
looking excited to dox myself with some more people. It's going to be great. Um, so I raised my hand earlier when Mayor Ed was talking about uh, Evmos and um, transferring to MetaMask between Kepler and MetaMask and uh, I think Hospice and to input private keys and I just have too much anxiety for that <laughs> method. So I have to um, say I did already use the evmos.me yesterday and it would, worked great. It took only a couple seconds. Got evmos transferred over to my other NFT MetaMask because I didn't want to like create a wallet via my, another MetaMask wallet to keep track of through my Kepler, but I was also, I'm also like scared almost. I'm not saying I'm scared guys, but like, does anyone ha feel me when I say like, I don't really like the idea of putting my, am I, am I stupid? Am I, I just don't like that idea of putting my key phrase into and creating another MetaMask. And then like, I mean, is there a way to like, that opens me up to risk my whole Kepler wallet opens up? No, because I mean, it's just like, all right, like, let, let's say that stuff. Let's, let's say this, right? You have a pre-existence, uh, pre-existent uh, Kepler wallet, right? And then you get a new computer, or you you get a new smartphone. Well, you, are you not going to use your new Kepler wallet? Are you going to make another new Kepler wallet? Or are you going to just merge them over to your new device? I mean, I I, I mean, I I merge them over. Like I I'm, I don't want to have fifteen Keplers on fifteen different devices. And I mean, I do have like five wallets, but that's because I have five wallets. But uh, I don't necessarily get paranoid. It's just you just have to be smart. You don't want to be clicking some random websites, and you don't want to give your seed phrase to anyone. You know, I, I, I use yeah, but encrypted... it's not the seed phrase; it's the private phrase or the private. It, seed. It's just yeah, it's just the private. But that's yeah, you could do that, or you can put yeah. your seed phrase. In. Yeah, after, I, I'd say after like the only risk you have if you do enter in like manually your seed phrase or a private key, like after starting up a new wallet. Uh, is if you have somebody that has like root access to your computer or if they have like a keystroke logger. Um, if you don't have that, you should be good. But if you do, then you kind of have bigger problems. I think you got, they probably know a lot more than just your seed phrase. <laughs> um, but yeah. um, I do think that it's like smart to keep that practice. Like if you have a ledger and you have a seed phrase on a ledger, you should never, ever, ever enter it manually anywhere because that just defeats the whole purpose. Um, so I kind of just think it's it's levels of comfort. Like for you, obviously, you just don't feel comfortable with entering seed phrases from place to place. For the longest time, I was like that too. And instead of doing that, I would just spin up a new wallet and like, you know, just, just go from there. But there's certain wallets that I could just consider kind of like my hot wallet that I'm okay with going and entering in the seed phrase. But I also like make sure that computer is like, I'm not clicking on any random links ever. Um, I'm also just like being careful with any DAP I interact with and just literally not putting it anywhere else besides my like handwritten thing or a ledger or the moment I'm typing it in. It's the only time it's ever quote unquote exposed. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good uh, practice. So for anyone out there, I know we're kind of going off bit, but this is a good thing to know. I personally, on my computers, I have, it's called malware bytes. I'm not sponsored by them at all. I just like their service, They're like $40 for a year. And it just keeps scanning my computer all day long to make sure there's no, no crap on it. And if it is, it just quarantines it. Uh, can you put your mic on? Yeah. And then also, anytime I get a website or someone sends me something, I just copy and paste it into, it's called virustotal.com. 
and it, 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 it'll scan for everything. So, you know, as long as you have your computer uh, your, your, or whatever, your computer, your, your laptop or whatever, and you're not clicking random links or opening up attachments and emails, you'll be fine. I mean, uh, it, it, it's, it would take like every computer on planet Earth to, to uh, I'm going to mute you real quick, but it would take like every computer on planet Earth, like a thousand years to, because it's 200 and I think it, what is it? 256 bit encryption. Like they're not, they're not going to get your seed phrase or your private key by just like trying to get get in there man and the only way is like like uh like tricky just said someone already has to have access to your computer and just basically just knows you know they know what you put in your computer so but that's what those the malware bytes and all that's for it scans your computer to make sure there, there's no like bad files on your computer uh but yeah that's that being said question for orbital apes so would if since i'm planning on like minting from my metamask that i already had my nft metamask that I just transferred Evmos to, if would there be any missed opportunities by not having the same wallet with Evmos? Because my Kepler wallet is what I have my Evmos staked to you guys, your validator with, but yet I'm transferring my Evmos over to a different MetaMask. Am I missing out? That's the question for you guys. Am I missing out on potential airdrop of that IOV coin that would like be a potential multiplier if you were you owned one of these apes and had staked with the validator would uh, say I wouldn't get if I did it the method that I'm thinking of and Mayor was no, thinking of. I'm just not really. wondering. Uh, that's going to be completely separated. You can mint with any MetaMask address and the, all the validator rewards are going to go to the wallet that you stake. There's no multipliers or any extra. Just uh, stake and you're going to get your rewards. Same for everyone. Okay, that's good to know. So I could freely like have my fat bag over here staked but then you know have a play around nft you know wallet that yeah no that problem. has and i wouldn't be missing out on anything that's good to know thank it, you it's a good question and that's a good idea too i, I it's it's funny that, that i do the same thing like i have a couple wallets that are just kind of like my my bs wallets that i don't really care about that i'll just like use for minting or whatever so i mean that's a good idea too if you want to separate the difference you know like your fun wallet and then you have your, your real wallet. Who keeps unmuting themselves? Yeah, so, uh, hello, guys. Hey, Go ahead, MC. Yeah, so I got two questions. Sure. Yeah, fire away. Okay, so I just want to know how many um, how many delegators are apparently delegating with Orbital Apes. So I'm just trying to do my own week's assessment of my chances of getting the whitelist against um, the amount of delegators with you guys to the amount of whitelist opportunities available for the delegators. Then secondly, um, I have a sort of technical problem uh, with my Evermost address. I've been trying to interact with most of the uh, sites and I've been having a failed error transaction since like two days now. I've not been able to claim my rewards on Metamax, but the Kepler wallet is actually fine. So I don't know how you guys can actually help me out with that. Okay, so for the first question, last time we did a snapshot in the validator, we have around 31,000 wallets staking with us. But for the raffle you mentioned, there's been around 1,000 entries on the Discord, and there's going to be a bunch of whitelist addresses allocated for that raffle, so you're going to get a pretty good chance. For the how many question, are you, sorry, how many are you guys looking? To, how many whitelists still open up? Are still open up? 
right now uh, we're not mentioning the the exact number but for that last raffle that you're talking about the delegator raffle we're gonna give out all the remaining spots on june 7th to anybody who submits to that raffle so you're gonna have the best chances over there oh okay and what was the other question what are you trying to claim that you weren't able to uh, my metamax has been giving me field transactions for like two days now what are you trying to claim though um i'm just trying to interact with as in my evermos on metamax is just getting giving me an error message um i don't know let me see i, I keep getting this error um that's transaction okay, so one build ETS one thing you can do in there if you go to metamask and go to the advanced settings you can press on reset account that's going to clear all the log of transactions that may be pending this doesn't uh, clear your wallet or delete anything it just uh, deletes that backlog of transactions because maybe you have something pending that never went through if you do this you should be able to pass transactions again oh uh, so i go to advanced you said yeah advanced settings and then you have to find the setting of a reset account and that's going to clear all the log. Oh, okay. I just did that. I hope it works out. Thank you very much, man. No problem. Should great, work. Great question. But yeah, you guys out there, you have to think of your wallet as like, it is a, is basically a website. And sometimes you have to clear the cash. So that, that'll, that'll basically, that should work. Uh, I did have a question. Someone in the, the uh, Discord asked a really good question. So just to be clear, do you have to go to the wrapping station on Orbit uh, market.io to convert Evmos to WEVMOS for Ape Mint. Do you have to wrap it? No, no. You need unwrapped Evmos. So the wrapped Evmos is actually to place offers on the market because you're authorizing the tokens. And also, whenever you accept an offer that's been made on an NFT, you're going to get wrapped Evmos. But for the Mint, is the normal one. No need to wrap. Okay. So hopefully, uh, it was, that came from X Three Wolf on Discord. Thank, that was a good question. Uh, so let's see who we got here next. Go ahead, Cosmo. Hey guys, thank you for taking the call. I appreciate it. Um, for Orbital Apes, I was just curious: would there be a way to like, you know, when you mint, you don't you don't know exactly what you're getting, whether it suits you, especially if you're going to hang on to it a long term deal, and you like to personalize your NFTs towards your own personality. Will there be a way to trade those uh, on your site? To trade the NFTs? That's correct. Like uh, to post my NFT to trade with another holder. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So actually, we are on the largest NFT marketplace in Nefmos, Orbit Marketplace. Uh, you can check it out. It's on our bio. Uh, there is going to be where you're going to be able to trade the, the apes. Okay. Yeah, that was my only question. Thank you so much. No worries. Thanks for stopping by, Cosmo. Good question. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Orbit. I think it's going to be really good. It's very user-friendly, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we try to keep it simple, easy to use. Yeah, it's a perfect name, too, to be honest with you. You guys kind of nailed it. It's a good good name. Go ahead. Quick, actually, we do have a question that came in through DM uh, for the Orbital Apes team. Is there any question or any, like, things that you've learned from Board Apes that you don't want to repeat? They already did. Uh, so right now we're being pretty careful with every move. One of the things we really want to keep track of is every promise we make, like every step of the project. 
we really want to keep our word. So that's why we've been deploying everything with enough planning and some time. For example, the Mint, we didn't want to release it in a time where FMOS was not stable or the price of FMOS was changing or people couldn't claim from Kepler. So we always wait for the perfect conditions for every step we take. So we're going to continue with this approach uh, to ensure everything runs smoothly with our project. Great question. So this is just a comment. I, I got a question. We already answered this. I don't know uh, from Ninja on Twitter. But just so you know, the way the Mint works is first in, first out. So if, as long as you get your transaction in, uh, you, you'll be fine. Uh, it's not like other networks where it's like a gas war. So what's really what's unique about Evmos is it's it's all time based. So if you get in and you're you know you're timely, you'll you, you know you you'll get the mint as long as it's before anyone else. So uh, that's that's a, that is a good question though. If you haven't already heard the the answer for that, but uh, let's see who we got here next. We got Guy Carpic. Hi guys, um, I've got a question about the and the about the whitelist and public sale. Uh, once you give away all the whitelists, uh, how many percent of the supply will will be left for a, for a public sale if somebody will want to get a whitelist? Sure, so 25% of the supply is for the pre-sale on whitelist, and then 75% is for public sale. So there's really good chances that you get something on public sale. All right, fair enough, thank you very much. No worries. This is a good question, actually, uh, from Neron400 on Twitter. He asked, "Is my question is, will there be any airdrop from Diffusion since you guys have a partnership with them? So Diffusion is actually going to airdrop every FMOS staker. So yeah, if you're staking with our validator, you're going to get the airdrop. But their airdrop is not sending it directly to any other project. So no, nothing additional for the apes. Just if you stick with us, you're going to get Diffusion Airdrop, as with every other validator, though. Any, okay, Mackie, you have another question? Yeah, first one's really quick. Um, OAV, when will that be airdropped? June 7th. Okay, That's great. where you're going to be able to claim it. Right now, you can see your balance. But right now, we're giving time to Kepler users to link their Kepler to MetaMask so they can claim it. Awesome. And then second question is the fees that the NFTs will produce through Orbital Market. Can you give me an idea of the percentage that fee actually is so I can try to calculate up, you know, if there's this much volume on Orbital or on, on that marketplace that this is the amount that each holder would get? Sure. So the trading fee in Orbit is 2.5% and then 20% of that goes to the apes. Great, thanks. Yeah, that's all a question, man. That's, uh, like I was saying earlier, I have a lot of NFTs and, you know, on Secret, on Stargaze, um, Asset Mantle, Omniflex. But this is kind of like the first time that I got, you know, a really good vibe that this is actually like an economy. So, you know, not financial advice. I'm going to be, I'll be minting as many as I can. And then, if uh, people have weak hands, I'll be sweeping up the floor, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, I, I I just like the design of them too. Like the, I think the market's really cool. Orbit's really cool. The website is really dope. Like I think out of all the websites that I've been on that are NFT based, like they completely nailed it. It's really cool. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, this is just getting started. I mean, they already have, I think you guys smashed through 15,000 followers already. And, uh, you know, Evmos is just starting. And I think the future of Evmos is really bright. So, you know, a lot of the times these NFT communities kind of go as the, the certain chain goes. So I think, you know, being early is always the best option anyhow. And, you know, I'll be willing, you know, I'm, I'm here. So I'm, I'm glad that you guys are all here and, and we're just kind of like the early uh, ape explorer, so to speak. So kudos to everyone in here. Thanks for stopping by too. And then let's see, did anyone else have any questions? Raise your hand or request to speak because these are all the good questions. And then I think we're going to announce the five whitelist winners um, at the end of the show or maybe on our discord i I i'm not quite sure exactly how that's going to work but also there's 10 whitelist spots up on my twitter just just uh do what it says basically and good luck with that and we got go ahead cena you have another question cena you have another question your hands up yes i do i do have another question sure go ahead yeah okay thank you in the play to hand in the play to hand i do play to hand um the nfts that will be won or the rewards that will be hand from the game. Um, are you are you looking at? Are, are, do you have a future plan of um, the game being played across um, Ethereum since you're on Evmos chain? Are you looking towards a, a way where the game can be played both on Ethereum and can also be played in the IBC network? It, is, no is plans for Ethereum. Possible? The gas fees in Ethereum would basically make the game unplayable, really expensive, so it wouldn't make sense. We're using FMOS because of the low gas fees and the speed of transactions, so the game wouldn't be compatible on Ethereum. But, but at least will it be bridgeable over to Ethereum? The problem is for every single action in the game, it's going to be done on chain. So if we move it to Ethereum, you're going to be paying hundreds of dollars to. Oh, sorry. I actually muted myself too. Uh, great question, Cena. But I was, gonna, I was, as I was trying to say, I was kind of talking to myself. I rugged myself there. But uh, <laughs> the future of EVM should be Evmos. I mean, you have the instant access to this huge network effect. And also, that, like, like Ko was just saying, it's just unfeasible to do this on Ethereum. You know, we're, we're great and grateful for what Ethereum has done for smart contracts and everything else. Um, you know, you kind of got the ball rolling, but Evmos is just the better version. You know, it's like when you buy a TV back in the day, it was like black and white. And then it was like you had to be tw- 10 inches away from the screen to watch a football game because it was all blurry. Now you can be 100 feet away from your TV and see someone has a zit on their face. You know, like, <laughs> to me, that's like Ethereum compared to Evmos. We're, we're, we're great you invented the TV, but the TV is always going to keep improving. And with IBC's technology, it doesn't have the scaling limitations. And uh, just like I said, we're all connected. So like what you're saying about bridging over Ethereum, I, I, I see no way in the future where even if um, Ethereum does nail proof of stake, they're going to connect over. All these chains, in my opinion, are going to connect over. Cardano, Polkadot. Like, I just think they're all going to connect over. I mean, it just to me, it doesn't make any sense not to. So it's going to be, we're early. Just put it that way. We're all early. It's not financial advice, but we're all early. And that's the bottom line. So we were talking about metaverse. Like, if metaverse is going to happen to the way that people envision it, it's going to happen here. So that's just my rant about that. But that was a great question. I do have another one from a member. He just DM'd me. So he wanted to know, my question regarding the whitelisting is, 
Is there any special ways to get whitelisted by participating in Discord activities? And if so, what exactly? Okay, so pretty much every day we release new activities. Sometimes it's either meme contest or art contest. Right now we're actually running this promotion where people can do a thread answering the question why the apes are not just a collection but an ecosystem. So all of these promotions, you're going to keep seeing them pop up in our Discord channel. And we're trying to fit in a variety of different ways to get a whitelist. For example, the art contests are going to be good for artists, but some other people may not be able to participate in those. So we try to keep it uh, varied, like lots of different options. Right now, the best way to get a whitelist is going to be through the Delegator Raffle. You can come to our Discord, check updates and announcements, and you're going to see the full info on that. Yeah, that was a great question. And also, for anyone out there, if you haven't entered my contest, or if you, you, you have entered it, if you want to hashtag Cosmos Spaces in it, I'm going to give extra um, extra uh, chances to win. So, Because I, I, I'd rather someone in here win, actually. You know, you guys are here doing your Better. thing. Yeah. Hashtag Cosmos Spaces. And then I'm going to look through, and I can't promise you're going to win because there's a lot of entries already. There's like over 700, I think. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'd, I would much rather you guys win. You're, you're spending your time with us and, and asking good questions, and you're here. So I definitely would prefer you guys to win. And we appreciate your support. I know Co and, and the Orbital Apes appreciate your support. If there's any last questions that anyone wants to say, or if Co, you want to to end off on anything, you know, do your thing. And I just appreciate everyone stopping by. As always, I'm honored to to be here and honored to to spend your, my time with you guys. So, all right. So, Co, I appreciate you stopping by, man. This is awesome. Good stuff. No worries. Thanks for having us. It's always fun here. Yeah, for sure. So, I did have a question for like us gaming uh like the cosmos space team if we all like teamed up to to do the metaverse are we only able to use the ones we meant like like mine for example would i be able to use my honorary to get to play in the game or does it have to be one that i would actually mint uh, no so the only ones with utility are gonna be the main collection that comes out on june 9th okay the, the honoraries are just uh an honorary yeah, exactly. That's what I figured. Because I was thinking, man, it would be cool to have, like, I mean, if you guys have the time and capacity, uh, you know, it would be super cool if, like, the rest of the guys can get one, too. Or just, like, one general Cosmos Space one, because it's, like, to me, it would be a good marketing thing. And then We could work on that, for sure. Yeah, and then, like, if we do, like, events, like, real-life events, you know, we can kind of have that as, like, our mascot, so to speak. I, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's something we can do. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, know. tricky. You hear that? <laughs> Dude, that makes me so happy. I'd love that. Yeah, because because we absolutely love Evmos, man. Because like, it's it's almost like we got together, we started doing these shows and and getting you know just having fun and educating and meeting people. And then to be honest with you, Evmos was technically our first validator set, and then it got halted. And then you know we started running other ones. So it's the first Genesis chain that we've been a part of. So it's like more and dear to us as well. Uh, it's just like you know uh it's a vision so to speak like we all started doing this and then it comes to fruition like we're doing more things and 
like Evmos to me, uh, I'm really involved with Evmos. I'm really excited about it. And, um, you know, anything that I could do for any community member or team or application specifically on Evmos, like I'm, I'm there for you. So, and I know like the whole community and IBC is like that for everything. So we're, we're just excited for Evmos because it's like the first time that we got to go in in Genesis and we didn't have to worry about being at the complete bottom and having the anxiety if we're going to stay on the active set and all that. Cause it's not a fun feeling like being at the bottom. <laughs> so I feel for anyone that's running a validator set and, and it is at the bottom. And um, yeah, appreciate that. You guys have uh you guys are doing really well. So we, we appreciate your time and thank you everyone for stopping by tricky. If you want to end off or anything, drop the mic. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks everybody for, uh, for being here today. You know, thank you, Co, for sharing your time with us. And, you know, we're super excited about, you know, what you got going on. Can't wait to start playing the games all day. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for giving us time to answer all the questions to our community. All right, everyone. Take care. Have a good night. Later. See you, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Evmos, Episode 2, Orbital Apes, NFTs, and Marketplace, recorded on Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Imagine a world 
in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa? Can you play that one sci-fi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily like 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I was son, at the I remember a time. And it's Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed, when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. 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 That's the best bet. <laughs> Why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys. Though? I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018, and I can't do a full breakdown. Um, just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys, I, I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate. Spaces.